Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Key Show is brought to you by Northeast Men's Health, with the fourth location now opening in Woburn, with office hours opening as soon as 7 a.m. Visit northeastmenshealth.com. Hour number two of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Andy Hart is here on this Full Tang Tuesday. You can join the show, 617-779-7937. We did have people asking about it, Hart, and the answer is yes. It is a tier Tuesday. Yeah. At 820, we have our first tier of the season. You know what we should have for tier Tuesday? What should we have for tier Tuesday? Tier cake. You want cake now? So you're on Awaken 180. I am in the maintenance phase now. I don't think I'm reintroducing in the foods phase. to my uh, no. eating plan. That sounds outrageous. I have an idea though for a a, cake. a a a uh, tier Tuesday in a couple of weeks. What do you think about this? Actually, we're going to be on Halloween. That kind of stinks. Yeah, I can't make it. Halloween's the 31st, right? Every <laughs> in year. Seriousness, I think I'm going to a play with my wife. What? I'm going to uh, Phantom of the Opera. No, the South the South Park one. The uh, oh, uh, I've seen it. The Bible one, uh, right? Book of Mormon. Yeah, I think I'm going to the Book of Mormon. I seriously believe I believe it's October 31st. <laughs> On Halloween? I think so. Book of Mormon's hilarious. That's what I saw when I've I came to Boston. Told, so I'm going to yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's great. Is it inappropriate? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. I think they like they hype it up as being more inappropriate than it is probably because like for that crowd it is right. But like it still is like it's still funny. Like, I think you'll really like it. South Park level. Stiz, you ever see that? You ever see Book of Mormon? No, I'm dying to okay. see it. I actually haven't been to a play, and I want that to be like my cherry. That would be. <laughs> excuse me. Great. He, why don't you yell at him? All I did what? was talk about blind drivers. No, see, I didn't like what you were doing there. He was just talking about himself. You were talking about these other people and groups of people. It's I didn't cherry? care for it. I didn't like where, yeah, his, his own. Like a fruit. Yeah. His fruit. <laughs> like fruit. <laughs> um, but anyway, my, one of my ideas going forward, I got to put it out there now before people steal it is we're going to tier the NFL teams. And Stiz, I'm going to need your help for this, based on horror movie villains. How do you like that idea? I don't get it. I know you don't. Maybe you can take that night off then. Maybe Stiz and I, I will, will be taking that night. Yeah, I'm all in. So basically you're like, uh, and, and we'll, we'll describe each one, but you'll have like Michael Myers is like unstoppable. So that could be like the Chiefs or whatever, like something like that. I don't want to alarm you. I haven't seen a lot of horror Oh, movies. my God. The horror icons, though, I think you could kind of figure the out. Saw dude. Yeah, yeah there you go. Jigsaw or Billy the Puppet. You're referring to Billy the Puppet? The guy's on the little tricycle? Oh, is Chucky in it? He could be. I like Chucky. We haven't done it yet. What do you mean is he in it? We well, could do it. You're a child's play guy? I just because I remember like that yeah, was fine. when I was young. That's fine. That's fine. But here Tuesday, 820. Can I see the updated version with the girl? What's the girl version that was kind of the Chucky thing? The robot. Oh, Megan? Good. Better. Better than really? the Chucky's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm Megan was that. good. Stiz, you watch Megan, right? Megan. I like that. I Me- liked Megan a lot. Yep. Yeah. That was a good one. I still don't get it, but I look forward to not taking part in it. That one has more to do with like uh, AI kind of stuff. It's like more than, rather than like right. you know, like a serial killer like coming back to life inside of a doll. It's more of like technology and stuff. Right, but gone wrong. God, gone real wrong. <laughs> gone not gone real wrong. You know what went real right? And that would be uh, Brad Stevens making another trade. Love it. Brad Stevens just makes trades. That's what he yeah, loves he to do. He doesn't have fear. None. Is he stupid or ballsy? Ballsy. I think so. I think so. I think there is. Now, if it blows up in his face, he becomes stupid. Yeah, but like, it hasn't like blown up in his face yet. You're like, why well, hasn't won a title? It's like, well, he's been there for what? A year? Two years? Two years. He's been doing in, in that role, role for two years. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I think 
I thought he was a good coach, but maybe not the right coach for this group. And I think the organization kind of figured that out as well. I never in a million years would have thought he'd be this good as a GM. I nope. love the moves that he's making. He's not like, oh, well, we got to keep this guy. You got to keep falling in love with guys like every Celtics fan does. And I get it. That's what most fans do. If anything, he may do the opposite. He, oh, my he God. Lusts, he's, he's lusting after other teams. Like, he clearly loved Derek White. That yeah. was like yep. sort of the oh, yeah. first pursuit. Yep. Then he clearly got loved back. Porzingis. He got Horford back. Yes. That was yep. the first thing he did. Yep. He said, Kemba Walker out of town. He's like, pack your stuff. And that here. was great. But the white one, remember the time was like, this is the guy, yeah. like the final piece or a key he liked piece Derek or something. White's good. Um, and then with Porzingis, yeah, again, ballsy or stupid, that. it's we'll like, see. we're going to trade Brogdon. They, that's not going to work. Well, then trade smart. We <laughs> <laughs> don't care. We're I don't care. I want Porzingis. <laughs> and I like yeah. that about him. I do too. Again, revisionist style we may look at it differently maybe but for now i like the ballsiness so, and i think we had all talked it's not like marcus smart being dealt away came out of nowhere we had all talked about it for years like yeah is it done has he, he run its course to. is it addition by subtraction he's a good player he's this he's that so i don't be think, better i don't think any of the guys that he has traded are really fit the criteria of like oh my god can you believe they let so-and-so no, go there's no mookie so, bets or anything like smart, that smart as good of a player as he is and whether you love him or not, like he, even if he's good with them, you're never going to be like, oh my God, how on earth you let that guy go? Same thing with Brogdon. In fact, Brogdon got pushed to the brink where between injury and already being included in trades, I didn't know how it was going to work if he was on the roster. Right. So they and his whole thing him. with defense last yeah. year when he was like, yeah, I came here to supposedly they play defense and now we don't play defense. Like yeah, He's like calling up Missoula. Yeah, he didn't really love that. Although I don't really love Missoula still. I don't really either, but that's a side but no, story. We'll, we'll f- they'll figure it out. As, what if as Daniel Jones and Joe Missoula are in the same room and they're looking eye to eye? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for the, either one of them. They'll stare down. But what about Time Lord? Where do you come down on Time Lord? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. So the games he doesn't play. <laughs> and I also don't think. The guy was like uh, a alley machine. He was a uh, shot blocking. Don't menace. you think he plateaued? Yeah, I, I, I thought he was. Kind of became. He, he is what he is. Yeah. Lob Williams. No, but he's like. Shot was, blocker, fun. Okay, never now available. he's going to sit on the sideline for a while, never going to play more than yeah. X number of games. I'm fine with it. Do you think it's because... And by the way, didn't you get a big who supposedly protects the rim? I mean, not like Time Lord does. Not the same I mean, way, but all can. I saw was like he's a rim protector, he, he's but his you, post defense and these his post offense. Like, Porzingis isn't just a crazy weird athlete. He's a unicorn. He is. He, he is. is. Yeah. But I, injury prone He's also well. seven foot three. Yeah, he's a tall guy. Like yeah, he can be a a, a a aspect on the inside. Correct. I, I'm a little worried about Al, not really Porzingis. Oh. I'm more worried about Al. I thought Al looked old at the end. of He last did. Year. He looked real old at the end of last year. He went and right from now. He's one of his six his threes guys to misses his threes. There was Missolve no in between. Him. Misses all of them. He yeah. went from really good to really bad overnight. Well, and it was right at the time when uh, somebody s- called him out on calling himself an elite shooter. Remember Jeez. in the playoffs, and he was like, "You don't think I'm like my numbers don't?" S-? No. And then the guy was like, uh, "No, I guess they kind of do." And then he like missed every shot after yeah. that. But uh, I think with Time Lord, he just wasn't available enough. And I so I wonder was the main reason they traded him, and it could be a number of these different reasons. Is it just that Portland really liked him? Uh, Portland needed the money to match. Or is p- any part of it Brad Stevens giving Joe Missoula a team where everybody shoots threes? Oh, yeah. Because Time Lord was the only guy that wasn't going to launch him, and there was those stories about he was, like, working on his outside shots. Like, it's no. to knock it off. But I wonder if that's, like, a little part of it. Yeah. Right Isn't now, that a GM's job? Build a team for his coach? Like, yeah. m- meld the two? 
They're right. not going to play defense. They're going to shoot threes. When they miss threes, they'll shoot two threes to make up for the missed three. I know, but like I don't know if Missoula's like the guy. It's like oh, I, you I, could I regret it because then you, yeah. you probably when if you replace him, yeah. Although Sam Cassell is he. Where does he fit on this? Yeah, where does he want? What does he want? What's his theory and philosophy? No, that's city? a good point. I mean, I can't imagine. I bet you that conversation can't be has more been three, had. Can't be more threes than Missoula. No, but it can't Maybe be the same like, number of Yeah, threes. we're not shooting threes. We're playing defense. Like, it can't be a dramatic <laughs> shift. I want four passes. I want the also, ball in the paint. We what? haven't actually mentioned the name in the center of all of this. I love it. Drew Holiday. Yeah. I love it. Just I, the way he drew it up. He does spell his name crazy. Yeah. Like, it's a crazy way of spelling like it. Drew. It's, it's a wild spelling. Well, it's. it's I remember cool. when he was at UCLA, just being like looking at it, like I'm like that can't be right. It is. Well, you can be great that way. And Dwayne then Wade is spelled weird. And then isn't his? Yeah, it is. Like, well, he flipped Dwayne or something. It's like misspelled. <laughs> but like that was like uh, Sean. Remember Sean Figgins? No, the baseball player. Oh yeah, the big baseball guy. A good player for like the Angels and I think maybe the Mariners. Sean Figgins oh, yeah, spelled yeah, yeah. it C H O N E. Yes. Outrageous. Why? Choney. That's Choney. Choney. Okay, whatever. But anyway, Drew Holiday. And then isn't Drew Holiday's brother just Justin? Like, it's one thing if you were like, hey, we're going to do weird spellings in our family. And like, we're yeah. all going to do weird spellings. Like, great. Justin, like J-U-S-T-I-N. Like, who's the, the <laughs> Patriot? <laughs> Joshua Bledsoe, where there's an yeah. H on the end or something. They added something to just like, oh, I wanted it there. <laughs> like, for no reason other I mean, than I wanted that letter there. There's probably like a story behind it, I would imagine, or something like that. But I just... But the was, reality is you have... Yeah, Justin and Aaron are his brothers. <laughs> Justin and Aaron. And then, you know, you don't like it? I don't... No, it's just, I find it a little strange. I find it odd. Yeah. Um, but let's do the thing we always like to do in these situations. Aren't you four deep? Are you four deep the best team in the NBA? Um, You're five deep the best. You're the best starting lineup. Okay, but what about four? Like top four? Because we, we start with top oh, one. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you, you don't, don't beat all teams at top oh, one, oh, sorry. right? Right? Uh, no, it's not like one Tatum on one. is not the be- like best of everything. Got it. So then, like duos, we talk about. You probably don't have the best duo. So trio, you might. We have who's to, the third? We have to look around. Holiday. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm just yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Tatum I'm just Brown Holiday. Sure. Tatum Brown Holiday. And then I would go Porzingis. Then I would go White. Right. And then Horford's your six, I guess. Whether he starts or not, like right. Pe- pecking order of best well, last players. Last year, Brogdon. I mean, um, the sixth man started like how many games? Uh, Brogdon didn't start any. No, White. Oh, Derek White started most of them. And wasn't he the sixth man? No, Malcolm Brogdon was sixth man of the year. Oh, okay. He was defensive. And he never started. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he was. Team. Yeah, all defensive team. But Brogdon never started a game. But anyway, if you look at the Bucks, like their duo I still think is better. Giannis and Lillard. Yes. And I'm not, like, we'll see what. Theirs is the best, right? What, duo? In the NBA? Yeah. Or do you like, go Booker, Durant? I go Lillard and Giannis, because I think Giannis is better than Durant, and I think Lillard is better than Booker. I do, too. I, I think, think they're, they're probably the, close. I think they're the best because I think at any time, either of those two guys can dominate an NBA game almost unlike others in different ways, very different ways. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. like, either of them you can say game's over because he's having a night. Game's yeah. over because now, Take I mean, it Giannis, it's the bully ball, just oh, it's a whole two steps. Thing. Yeah. And then Lillard. But that's why when that happened – it was immediately, well, Celtics, you're the second best team. You're no longer the best team in the East. I agree. And then this swings back I around. I flipped it right back. And Because I, 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 even then, before Holiday, I thought you could argue as a Celtics team, we're better deeper. The one and the two go to them. But as we start yeah. to get to three yeah. to four and to five, 
I like us. Like, yeah. Pat Connaughton is going to be in their top five, and you're like, well, we're better than that. No, is he? Are I think be- he might be. Well, they got Malik Beasley now, and then they still have Bobby Portis. They got Chris Middleton, who last Chris year Middleton. was kind of a lost yeah. year. If he's better this year. And then they have both the Lopez brothers. Yeah, they feel like they're, I don't know. I mean, Brooke Lopez is all right. I've never liked them. Yeah, they're but all right. Like, yeah, no, I think the Celtics have a better, yeah, once you get outside the, the top twos. I would like the NBA and then we Jam know team. absolutely all of this is going to change when one of these yep. players blows an ACL, of course, or yep. an Achilles. That always happens, and everything's bumped up or bumped down. But then Brad will trade for somebody else. <laughs> I do agree with you. The starting point of this conversation, yeah. it like this idea of who he was as a coach, what he did on the bench, and like what he looks like. Yeah, and then there's this where he's just like wheeling and dealing. Oh, it's nuts! I I love it. He's super. You aggressive. know why he yeah. should be this way? Because you know why? Because everybody said when he took the job. Oh, uh, he'll be back in co- coaching in college in two years. I didn't sound like that, but I said that. So worst case scenario, yeah. if I bungle these trades, I'll be back doing what I kind of <laughs> love. Now he's he really has been impressive doing this. It's also, and this isn't all. This is a combination between Danny and Brad. It's amazing. Just as a Celtic fan, over the last what eight ten years, at they've gone from Rajon Rondo to Isaiah Thomas to Kyrie Irving to Kemba Walker to Malcolm Brogdon to Drew Holiday. In like a eight year span, and Tatum has played with most of those guys. Browns play with even more of those guys. It's just so you're saying don't buy a Celtics guard jersey. Like a new point guard comes to town, maybe <laughs> Drew Holiday because he hasn't signed yet for right. a long term deal. Right, so they might find another guy for for the next year. Okay. Good All to right. know when I do Christmas shopping. We, no Drew Holiday jerseys. Yeah, it'd be easy on that. All right, we will take your uh, thoughts on this on the Celtics and the big trade they made uh, over the weekend. And where the team is at right now as uh, you look at the NBA landscape, 617-779-7937. We'll hear from you. This is the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. Right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by FindMathsMoney.com. The Patriots are now out two of their best defensive players for the foreseeable future after their 38-3 loss to the Cowboys on Sunday. Matthew Judon is set to undergo surgery tomorrow for a bicep injury that will reportedly cost him at least two months. And Christian Gonzalez injured his right shoulder, making a tackle on just the second drive of the game. Gonzalez's injury could cost him a large portion, if not the rest, of his rookie season. Offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien spoke on quarterback Mac Jones earlier today. Yeah, Mac's a, Mac's a battler. He's a, he's a competitor. And, um, you know, when you, when you play quarterback in this league, you, you know, you have to limit the mistakes and you have to limit, you know, the bad games that you have, obviously. You know, and we're all in it together. Uh, we've got to do a better job of coaching up some things with him a little bit better. He's got to do a better job of making good decisions for us. He knows that. The game wasn't lost because of one guy. Uh, the game, you know, was lost on our part because of how poorly we played and coached in the game. And so, you know, uh, Mac Mac is he's here today. He's working very hard to to get back on the right track. And uh, you know, we have a lot of belief in Mac. The Pats will get ready for Week Five when they'll host the Saints at Gillette Stadium. Kickoff Sunday at 1 p.m. Monday Night Football last night as the one and three Giants lost to the three and one Seahawks, 24 to three in New York. Celtics had their media day yesterday. Coach Joe Mazzulla said even with the additions of Porzingis and Drew Holiday, the principles of their offense remain the same, and that's teamwork, passing the ball, having the right spacing, and making the right play. MLB playoffs started today. Four games were on the docket. The Rangers beat the Rays 4-0. The Twins currently lead 3-1 over the Blue Jays. The Diamondbacks take on the Brewers. That game just started at 7, and the Phillies host the Marlins 
at 8 p.m. Brighten up your bank account this fall by going to findmassmoney.com. Enter your name. See if you'll be getting lucky this fall. That's findmassmoney.com. It's fast. It's easy. It's free. I checked. Even I had money. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith Show after this. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. All right, let's hear from the people on the big Celtics trade over the weekend. Drew Holiday is here. Malcolm Brogdon and Time Lord are out. And I think like most people, Andy Hart and I liked Time Lord. He was uh, he was good. There was always sort of that potential to be even a little bit better. But he was just never available. And you got to give up good stuff to get good stuff. Right. And, and I was just, when all the rumors were out there about them making a deal, I said, if, if they can hold on to Derek White, you're going to be cooking with gas. And that's exactly what happened. It was Brogdon. It was Time Lord. It was a couple of picks and whatever else. So yep. Celtics are back to, at least on paper, being the best team. And if you're not going to play defense... Trading away the two people we debated two years ago who were the defensive player yeah. of the year, Smart and Time Lord, yeah. if they don't fit right. what your coach wants to do and you really believe you in go. your coach and his ideas, then go with it. All right, let's go to uh, Tarek in Boston. He joins us next on the show. What's going on, Tarek? So the fifth-rated defense last year didn't play defense. Yeah. I mean, they didn't play the defense that we saw a couple years ago. Yeah. Right. They played defense. And I think, mm-hmm. and, I, and look, I, you can say what you want about Time Lord, but my nightmare is Duncan Robinson going through his chest to the rim in the Eastern Conference Finals. Caleb Martin <laughs> going through his chest oh my to the God. rim in the Eastern Conference Finals. Listen, and it happened time and time and time and time again. You know, and I think that the problem was you wanted to have it at the point of attack with the guards. I think that their defense starts at the top of the key with, with guard play. And now you got two guys that both made all defensive teams last year at the top of the key guarding the ball before it's pen- before you penetrate. Are we worried about bigs taking over? Are we worried about bigs dominating us? No, we're worried about wings and guards driving downhill on us. So, I, you know, I like the trade. You got to give up stuff to get stuff, and it is what it is. You know, you got you to gotta, you gotta be willing to make these kind of moves if you want to elevate. And, you know, bringing in championship pedigree, we did, you know, the difference, because I saw that, you know, you mentioned uh, bringing in uh, guys like Kemba Walker and and, uh, and Isaiah. Like we're not te- we're not teaching guys how to go deep in the playoffs. This guy has been to a chip. He's won a chip. Yeah. So it's so not Kyrie. Like he's not on the learning curve. Like that's what Milwaukee's going to have to do is prepare this guy uh, Dame for what it's like to go deep in a playoff because he's never had a meaningful playoff game in his career. They went to a conference you know, finals. We, yeah, we, we, we hype up conference finals around here for this team for a while. He's Damien's been to a conference final, but I get your overall point. But that's different. I mean, their whole team has won a title. Giannis has won a title. He's gotten that you know, over that hurdle. Middleton mm-hmm. won a title. Lopez won a title. So they have that going for them. Uh, but I think no, I love the trade. Dame. Uh, no, the addition. Dame. No, no, I know what I'm the saying. Big so, addition to your roster, just like the well. Two big additions. No, it's the opposite. I mean, Drew Holiday is the one guy with a title on the Celtics, whereas Damian right. Lillard is essentially the one guy well, without Zingas one. Porzingis has never won anything. He doesn't play. He like he's, the playoffs with Dallas, right? That was it. I think he's played in like three playoff games yeah, or something insane. Yeah. Not many. So yeah, that. So I was a little confused on that call because he started out by being like they did play defense, and then he complained about how bad the defense yeah. was. So I was a little confused by that. Well, but, there was an overall angry tone. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I don't know why we're angry. Well, he mentioned Caleb Martin, and that immediately makes me angry because watching Caleb Martin dominate the Celtics last year was as frustrating as it got. 
and watching Max Struess and Gabe Vincent and all these like borderline NBA players dominate the Celtics last year was frustrating. So I don't care what the numbers say on that. Like they were not a very good defensive team they were last not. year. They were not. And they didn't. I mean, Jalen Brown was bitching about it. Yeah. Openly behind closed doors. Remember that story about the the workout or something they had focused on yeah, didn't Al Horford like cool everybody off or something like that and no and then Jalen Brown did like one two three defense <laughs> like all they did is worked on like <laughs> offense like so the defense was an issue there was an yeah. internal issue I don't and Jalen Brown has already started off talking about he wants to be all defensive yeah like, Tatum said that last year yeah yeah like, it didn't so, happen I, but but. They are still. It's a nice goal. Defense. Listen, it's a nice goal to have because a lot of fans would say Jalen Brown not as worried about your defense as your ball handling, right? Like a lot of people would mock they him would, in that direction. They would say that. There's so a lot of that. A, a lot of bullying on the. If internet. this team fails, is it uh, if or when? How far of a failure are you talking? Or like what kind of a failure? Like bouncing the first round, like the Bucks last year, no, or no, losing no, the no, finals? No. Like, Let's say this team does not go to the NBA Finals. Okay, will it be because of defense, or will it be because the offense just never came together? I think it'll be the combination of Porzingis hurt, Horford looking old, and Tatum and Brown being too inconsistent in the big games. Yeah, I think that's really what sinks are. you. And then, I mean, sprinkle in Missoula not calling timeout or like <laughs> sprinkle in a little bit of that. But I feel like saying Al Horford isn't going to look the same in the playoffs as he does stretches in the regular season is not even a bold take. Like, it's probably likely. Porzingis is such like a fingers crossed He's going to miss two weeks at some point. Let's hope it's in the middle of the year then, and then at the end. Yeah, what's the big situation? Because I've seen some names they've been signing, oh, but I'm yeah. not real familiar with the guy with the Lakers. No. Played a lot of games with the Lakers. Yeah, they, they've I'm been... I'm not real familiar. Nope, me neither. They've been you throwing might, a bunch of bodies. You're my NBA guy. I know. That's what I'm telling you. They're going that deep. <laughs> <laughs> they're, going, they're going pretty deep. So, yeah, they're bringing in... Uh, they got uh, Wenyan Gabriel. Yeah. They, they just signed him. That might be big one of the Big Gabe, more, they call that him. That might be one know. of the more recent ones. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Jordan Walsh is their rookie. Not that he's a big, but I'm saying Jordan Walsh is their rookie. No, I I sneaky think he's going to be he might play. a contributor. I think in the regular season, you're going to need these guys. Yeah. You want to manage the minutes for all your stuff. Plus, right now, they're effort guys. guys. Yeah. Those guys, when like yeah, it's a back-to-back or something, put him out there. Yeah, I, I, think, I think there's going to be effort there. He'll probably end up playing. So they signed O'Shea Brissett. He's a swing guy. He's like a guard forward. So they, they have him. Uh, let's see. They still have Sam Hauser on the roster. They still have Luke, uh, the murder cornet on the roster. Oh boy. They were talking. Remember when they Forsberg still- was talking to him up a lot last oh, year? Oh, yeah. They still have Peyton Pritchard on the roster. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. I thought he was supposed to go to Portland. He's still there. Wasn't he rumored I- they wanted him? Yeah, they probably did. Why not reunite him? Oh, we were able former, to keep him. Former, former guy? Like, yeah. Coup for Brad. Like, Andy's back. So, we'll see. Uh, but I like it. I, I like where they're at right now. The NBA is going to be... Uh, or. If it's not Bucks Celtics, it's going to be a shame. You know, every year there's usually. Wait a, a minute, though. We know. What do we know? That this is not all going to work for both teams. For all the teams, so you have Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix. So I disagree because for four <laughs> years in a row, we were like, it's going to be uh, Cleveland, Golden State in the finals, and then guess what? It was Cleveland, Golden State in the yeah, finals. Yeah, but that's different. I'm talking about you have star slash superstars changing on all these teams Mm. right and like we've seen it in the nfl with the quarterbacks we've seen it in the nba oh my god somebody got Kyrie. well that's not good or somebody got you you know what i mean yeah yeah Kawhi and paul george or whatever we know some of these maybe injuries are a factor yeah yeah or maybe egos are a factor so if it was work if it was just 
chalk Brooklyn, right now. Philadelphia, teams that have failed with their talent. Oh, true. No, they definitely have. So don't you think it's safe to say, are, am I drawing a blank, is is Phoenix, Boston, Milwaukee, the Denver. three? No, Denver still. No, 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 but oh, Denver is Denver. Oh, oh, you mean like are they the three newest, like, big star talent changes teams? Yeah. Is it fair to say one of them will not live up to expectations? Yeah, Significantly. Probably. Yeah, okay. probably. So you have a one in three chance of this blowing up in your face? Mm, I don't know, though, because your two best players are, are, are carryovers. Okay, that's a so fair I feel, argument. I feel like that gives you a better chance than whole new dynamic or your best players new or your second best players new. Like Phoenix was kind of figuring out on the fly with like... But isn't Giannis Parker. kind of Giannis? Giannis is Giannis, but like Damian Lillard to like... the I mean, he's been kind of wasting away most years in Portland as the guy, and now he shows up on a team that is a true title contender... And for the first time in his career, he might he isn't the best player on the team. Sure. I think I think he'll be fine. I think he'll he'll uh, you know sacrifice his thirty five points a night. To, so if in you order had to win. if you had to bet which of those three teams will underachieve, whatever that Phoenix. bar is, Phoenix Durant. Okay, Durant needed Curry and Thompson to win. He has not won without those guys. He's got burner accounts. He's got burner accounts. Very sensitive. <laughs> He he got he snapped back from that injury way better than I ever thought too. Like oh, yeah. he didn't miss a beat. Like he's still really good. But come playoff time, like I don't know if I, I wouldn't bet on him every time. Okay, so I would say Phoenix out of all those teams. Second, the, um, man, I'd say Celtics because you touched on health could be a factor. Yeah, like if Porzingis doesn't play, that changes things. That was Brad's at the apple of his eye. Yeah, I guess. Like, even though I right now I like the Celtics more, but and you're is right, Jalen Brown due for a regression? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't with, think with so. Brown. I mean, he got his money. I don't he got know his all if NBA. his numbers will be great. I certainly don't get the vibe, and you know I'm a he's supporter, big, big JB guy. But I don't get the vibe that he's like a fat and happy paid no. kind of guy. If anything, I get the idea. I think he wants to prove all you people wrong. You people me, that you're think, pointing to me. Okay. I am. All you, you people think he'll that be all say, NBA again uh, at, yes. at some point in his career. Yes. Okay. I like them apples. That's a good one. I mean, it's a talented league. There's a lot of guys, and there we, are. There's there like are. 20 top five players <laughs> in my list. <laughs> there is. I'll have my list before the season so we can actually have a real list, and we can point to it when the Celtics play a top 10 guy. We can point to the list and be like, oh, there's a top 10 guy. Uh, let's go to John and Norton. He's up next here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Hey. So in terms of the Celtics, I think one to six, they're far and above anybody else in the league. Yeah. But I have real concerns after that. I think, frankly, I think if Peyton Pritchett gets a chance to play regularly, he can be a good first guy off the bench. He's shown when he's had a chance that he can handle the ball, he can shoot. He's small, but he is scrappy on defense and he rebounds. Okay. Dookie Hauser is a non-starter for me. Okay, <laughs> sure. other than if they're up, if they're up and down by twenty points, yeah. let them come in and let it fly. Pop a couple threes. But they really need another big, another big guy. So I think the Celtics have like a six million dollar trade exception left. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's out there, but I would take that and every one of your other first round picks you have for the next eight years and try to get a big guy. The other thing that I was thinking, and this mm-hmm. is a long shot. But could you take a shot on a guy like Dwight Howard for two dollars to come in and play fifteen minutes under the basket? I'll leave that with you. All right, interesting, John. I mean, a guy like that—I don't even know what the hell's Dwight Howard been up to recently. I mean, they had Blake Griffin last year, and I thought there were moments where Blake was decent for him. Now he's a completely different player than like right. the Blake Griffin from before. 
But I thought he was like a good veteran presence. He was the guy that everybody on the team loved. Everybody raved about him. And then every once in a while he'd start. He'd grab a few yep. rebounds. He'd pop a couple threes. He'd, he'd score some points. So I, I liked him. So every one of these title contenders, like the four teams that we just named, will probably have their pick of the veteran guy that's still out there. There's also always the mid-season buyout market, which there'll be some names that aren't available right now that I'm sure Brad Stevens would want to pounce on. So Dwight Howard looks like he didn't play last year. He played 60 games the year before with the Lakers. So he might be washed, but I get like the point overall, like somebody like that. Sure. I'll take a veteran big guy. I don't know who that is off the top of my head, but I'll take a, take a swing at somebody. Boogie Cousins. He's in Puerto Rico. I love Boogie Cousins. There was a time where he was. I'm sure you did. I wanted him on the Celtics. I'm sure you did. Badly. Uh, Kyle's up in New Hampshire. What's up, Kyle? Whoa, doing great. How are you? I'm good. I uh, I do like the trade um, for a number of reasons. It was sad to see Time Lord go. Sure. Um, but I think Holiday not only shores up the perimeter defense, but I think, I hope, that it'll take some of the ball-handling duties away from Jalen Brown in the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be nice. So I think if they can spread that out between, you know, Derek White and Tatum and whoever they've got else out there, they can start to use Jalen as more of a pick and pop and a mm-hmm. slashing guy, which I think is where he excels anyway um, in those situations. So I think that part will be good. The other guy stole my thunder a little bit with Dwight Howard. I do think we need a player like that. Mm-hmm. Again, this is a conference with Joel Embiid and Giannis and Bam Adebayo. We've got to get through some bigs to get to the to the finals. So I do think they need to find somebody like that. It's hard to say who that is. Dwight would be great, I think, in a limited role. But is that enough? Hard to say. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Agreed. Um, overall, I do like the trade. Hopefully, yeah. Porzingis plays a lot. But I do think we need to shore up the big. So let me know what you guys think of that. I Thanks. agree, Kyle. I think there. I mean, there's still a couple more moves to be made, and whether they're ready for opening day. I mean, I know they just had their media day, so this could very well be the team when they play what, end of this month or whenever when they start the season. But I think there'll, there'll be another big at some point added to the to the rotation here, whether it's an old veteran guy that's, you know, in his last year or something like that. I think that's good. Wait, so Dwight Howard didn't play last year, did not play. I don't think he did, no. So how are we sure he would help? No, I, well, I'm saying more the idea. Like, I'm not, okay. I don't know if it's Dwight Howard, but it's some other 35-year-old big guy that's out there. Like, who's the Blake Griffin version this year? I don't know who that is. I'm saying somebody like that. Could it be Blake Griffin? Maybe Maybe it could be Blake. What's he? What's what's Blake up to? I believe he's available. I, I believe I read a little rumbling about could they have interest in bringing him back. Everybody loves him. Blah blah blah. I think they should. We had a texter said Dwight Howard played in Japan last year. Well, to be fair, it ends with a question mark. Ron Burgundy. Uh, well, maybe he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Um, Shaq is yeah, available. I think everybody she, likes the no. Yao and Shaq were together the other day. I did. Maybe one of them. Did Both I, of them alternate nights. Nah, we saw Shaq at the end here. That was that was done. I it was I, have I know you do. I know. Be was... happy to pull it out and wear <laughs> it with pride. I think the Drew Holiday trade feels from what I've heard and the people I've uh, talked yeah, to. Twenty two, twenty three. He played for the Taiwan. That wouldn't be Japan. No, no, no. It's not that Taiwan. It's oh T A O Y U A N. It's like Taiwan. It's like a Drew Drew yeah. situation. Leopards. He played for the Leopards. He was with the Leopards last year. All right, so you could be so ready to, to go. See if I have any stats from that. Would he you? Uh, do worked you... for uh, David Krejci. Okay. Do you agree that? Yeah, <laughs> No, I get what you're saying. Okay. Do you think that uh, the Drew Holiday trade seems like unanimously? Son of a liked... bitch! It is in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, in Taiwan. I think the Porzingis trade was more controversial and probably because Marcus Smart was involved in it and people love Marcus Smart. He had 38 points, 25 rebounds, 9 assists, and 4 blocks in his debut in Taiwan. We've lost him. This we've is lost, awesome. We've, we've lost him down the I'm all in on Dwight Howard. Taiwan Basketball League rabbit hole. Which... How many people on the Celtics roster have had a 38-25 game? Porzingis probably Team Latvia at okay. some point. Maybe in a FIBA well, tune-up tune back him up. Something Holy like Moses. All right. Let's go to uh, Paul in Dartmouth. He joins us next. Hey, Paul. And he hurt his knee. Hey, guys. Three. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Yeah. How are you? Good. Uh, last couple of callers uh, stole my thunder, and I was literally screaming at the radio to you guys. Uh, he did play in Taiwan. I know you guys are probably looking up the stats yeah. right now. Yeah, hearts all over stats it. stats were above average. Yep. <laughs> well, um, I would hope so. <laughs> um, if not uh, Dwight Howard, what, what kind of big uh, do you do you think they could uh, end up bringing in? Because they definitely need help. I mean, um uh, you know, it's just, they just they need one more big. I, I don't I don't see this being the the final roster. I, I definitely think they need to add uh, one more big piece, uh, and I, I do think Dwight Howard actually wouldn't be a bad fit. Uh, I mean, who is even out he there? He won at the this MVP point? of the league okay. and the All Star MVP. Great. He dominated. All right, so fine. You talked me into it. Get, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. We don't need a Dwight Howard type. You need Dwight Howard. No, like I'm trying to bring back the Superman cape. Honest, the whole thing. Yep, that was. Pretty exciting. Get a little Nate Robinson out there. They can have a time. Yeah. Also, elsewhere in his bio, he has five children by five women. Yeah. One of them was on the uh, Basketball Wives show, and she wasn't allowed to say his name. So there was like a Basketball Wives or a Basketball... I mean, it's really more ex-wives, to be fair to the show. <laughs> were they ever wives? Yeah, I think some of them were, and they all... It was like a VH1 show or whatever, and there was one girl on there, and they never really said who she was with, but she was in the group, and it was one of Dwight Howard's. But Dwight Howard must have had a good lawyer, and he was like, you can't even mention his name on the show. Can't make money off him. No. Uh, but your guy, Shaquille O'Neal, never really a big fan of Dwight Howard. That's okay. He didn't care for him at all. I would take Dwight Howard based on the dominance in the Taiwan League. I mean, T1. We don't... Okay. Made a million dollars, you know. They made an exception. A million bucks? They, ha- they have their salaries capped at 200 k but they got like for an Dwight? exception for Dwight, and he earned it. If the Celtics pay him a million bucks to take it... Oh, I'd t- wouldn't you think he'd rather play in Boston for a million than Taiwan? No disrespect to the Taiwan. <laughs> I don't know. We've heard things about Boston. Maybe not. That's true. No, I'm I pretty think he, sure Taiwan I, is. I well, think what well, goes on in Taiwan. They do have good baseball team, Little League. Baseball yeah, real good teams. baseball. Yeah. Oh, every year. Uh, Brandon's in Boston. He that joins was a, us next. My favorite segment of the show. So <laughs> I, I know that it was. Brandon, what's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my phone call. Sure. So I definitely like the trade, but the Celtics definitely need to make up some ground and get a big. Um, the big that I would go out there and get is Bismack Biombo. Um, he played good defense through 2022 to 2023. He has a defensive rate of 107.6. Um, he finished the season with 88 blocks, 55 assists, 18 steals, and 259 rebounds. So you're going to get a big. You go get Bismack Biombo, And you should also bring in combo guard Hamadou Diallo. Um, you definitely need a spark other than Derek White because he will be coming off the bench. So if you can go get Bismack Biombo and Hamadou Diallo, I think, you know, you're pretty good starting the season. I like it. You're putting a couple of names out there. Was Diallo a Kentucky guy or am I thinking of somebody else? Either way, uh, Bismack Biombo, he was a top 10 pick years ago. I don't think he ever really lived up to, to that. But last year he played in Phoenix. He's a lot younger than Dwight Howard. He's only 30 years old. And I mean, we're talking Congolese. If you're interested in the uh, yeah, people are probably rushing to their phones to figure out where he was from. 
I mean, you're talking about the what ninth guy on the roster, probably tenth guy. So oh, yeah, but yeah, that's good. What a role player. I'm all for that. With a specific uh, set of skills. I've <laughs> got Liam Neeson. We're coming in here. Speaks five languages. So that's pretty good. Is Di- Let me see. Am I thinking right? Yes, Diallo is Kentucky. So take that. Pretty good. All right, let's go to uh, Andrew in the car on the Celtics. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Keith. Um, two points. One uh, on the Celtics. I, I don't think there, it's a, an exact uh, you know piece-for-piece piece comparison, but I get the feeling with Tatum and Brown that we're sort of in that Antoine Walker-Paul Pierce area. I, I think they're more talented as a combo, yeah. but compared to what's going on in the rest of the NBA today, I feel like we may not have enough with that core. I, I, I like how the Celtics are trying their best to, to put a, you know all the pieces and the right pieces around them and maybe strike lightning in a bottle. But I, I, I keep getting the feeling that just maybe they don't have enough talent um, within that, two, that core of two players. Wow. So, I mean, they were both all NBA last year. And as much as I don't love Jalen Brown, like from Jump Street, like I don't think he is like an elite superstar, but I think that's a small list of guys anyway. Yeah. And so I think their duo is right up there with everybody else's. So even if Damian Lillard and Giannis is better and uh, Durant and Booker, maybe you want to put Jokic and Murray the way Murray played in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. I, I, I'm fine doing that. But how many more are better? Right. Like, not really many. And are we going to start to, like, did did Brown peak and now we're going to, because of the contracts, sort of start tearing him down even more? Because I would point to an example. I mean, they're mid-20s. Bam Adebayo. Perennial All-Stars. I think yeah. is ridiculously inconsistent. He is. But is a dynamic duo player with Jimmy Butler in yeah. Miami. He's yeah. a star. Like, right. I think that's where... Jalen Brown at worst is there's actually a chance he's better than that and that he proves more consistency yeah, yeah, and yeah. says, no, I am all NBA worthy again, whether I make it or not. Um, but is is that a fair comparison to, to put him in sort of that world? Yeah, I because mean, I that's like a top 25 player. Yeah. And then like on some nights, he looks like a top 10 guy right. and then on other nights. And on some years, 20. he might be an yeah, all yeah. NBA top 15, but other years he's 22nd. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's good. I think and I love Paul Pierce, but I think Tatum's already been a better player than Paul Pierce. Like it kills me to say that. I also like, like Tatum's. Um, I mean, you can talk about the finals and that Pierce has that oh and, and Tatum doesn't. No, it's not. You can. Let's you could not talk about the inconsistencies of your superstar. But I have liked the approach or the um, vibe or the oh. comments of Jason Tatum more this preseason than any other time in his career. I don't know what yeah. it is. He seems freaking comfortable. He seems in his in his own skin, in his own leadership, Good. in his own team. Yep. And it's weird because he, he almost feels like he's the one that got the $300 million Supermax extension. Yeah, and right. I know it's coming. It's on But its he way. doesn't have it yet. No, I hear you. And I don't know what has led to this. Well, like, of, like, you can literally mature. Like, some of these guys, when they come to the league at 19, like, we've seen some that look kind of like leaders, right? Like, right. Kobe and Garnett probably had that gene in them right, right. away. But others... Tatum he, did not. And I've always wondered, yeah. would he ever get it? I think he Maybe has sounded right. better... As the leader of, even in the descriptions of, you know, the last couple of years, I've become part of the city and the city, I've yeah. become a Boston and even, not a Boston, a Bostonian. <laughs> I want to be a Boston. It's like, God, you went to Duke? Um, Boston Scott is a Boston, for example. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, but like, stupid little thing, the little video with Kevin Hart and just having fun. Like, he seems relaxed. He seems confident. Now, I may correct me MVP when I'm votes? on with you MVP, like the first week and he goes 0 for yeah, 7 shooting no. in the first quarter yeah. and he sucks but he just feels like he has taken 
his comfort level to a new to a new level. That's good. That'd be great. And I may be wrong. All right, let's do a little fantasy football. We have the fantasy yeah, brief with full. this guy who knows nothing. Waiver wire pickups. I'm a fantasy expert. I've been a fantasy expert What's for years. What's your Undefeated. 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 <laughs> we'll do some fantasy pickups coming up next. WEI, the Rich Keith Show. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Keith's gonna give, give you what, what you need to know. Talk about who you gotta start, who you gotta say, gotta let go. When you be like, whoop, whoop. You doing so good, gonna win your league. But you gotta listen to Rich Keith in the fantasy breeze. Rich Keith is playing like John Clayton up inside the huddle. And he's got a intimate knowledge of the fantasy game. Like he and Matthew Barry like to cuddle. If your team got a problem, yo, he'll solve it. Winston Wolf for this fantasy gauntlet. So pretty pleased with sugar on it. Check out the hook while Keith from Keith's gonna g- g- give you the info you desire. Who to claim from the waiver wire. So your lineup game is on fire. Put him on the board. Championship. You're definitely gonna win your league. But you gotta... Listen to Rich Keith and to see. All right, here we go. A little fantasy brief action. We'll give you some fantasy football stuff throughout the week. And uh, week five already kicks out, uh, kicks off on Thursday. Where's the time go? So your fantasy football, I mean, they're a quarter of the way through the real seasons or even more than a quarter of a way through the fantasy season. So yeah. we get some pickups, right? So you're telling me I'm done at 0-4. Probably. I mean, unless you go on some kind of winning streak. Well, I mean, I feel like they're a team, depending on what your format is, seven and six, is it still 13 weeks of the regular season? Either way, seven and six might get you in the playoffs. So if you can go seven and two the rest of the way. Can I? No, probably not. I stink. Well, focus on the other team. You're good in the the Rich Keefe Show League, so focus on that team. That is true. I'll focus on that team. I'm good on that. All right, so I have some pickups. So your waiver wires are on uh, Tuesday night. So here are some pickups. How about one guy? If you're looking for a quarterback, you need Zach a quarterback. Wills. No, C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud's a top 10 fantasy quarterback right now. Is he available? He, yes. What do you mean is he available? Maybe not in your league. The, the point of the waiver wire pickups is I'm going to look at guys that are available in more than half the leagues. He's not available. I'm checking In your right league, he's not. And let's see. C.J. Stroud. The reason I even put him in there is he is available. He's rostered in 32% of leagues. So he's available in 68, almost 69% of leagues. Yes. That's why he's on this list. So he doesn't help me at 0-4. No, he doesn't. I'm I'm not just speaking to you. I'm speaking to to everybody. Yeah, but you are. We're in the same room. No, no, but there's other people, too. You want to make the listener feel like you are speaking directly to him or her. That's right. And whether you have to be in the the Twitch chat. Uh, Oh, great question from uh, Big Bony 25. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Cartman? Uh, Is it time to get rid of Kyle Pitts? The Falcons suck. I have Kyle Pitts in the uh, show league. Yeah. He is awful. He's, He's useless. Yeah, I'd get rid of him. I'd get rid of him. Would I you have trade right for now, him. Would I trade for I him? I mean, for the Patriots. Oh, who cares? <laughs> what does it matter? I mean, it kind of worked. I out mean, if with... it's low, maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe there's still like a lot of hype because he was supposed to be the greatest tight end of all time. Like he was. He was. He, he like legit. He did make Kyle Trask look really good. Kyle Trask almost won a Heisman because of Kyle yeah. Pitts, but they also had Kadarius Tony, I think, and he somebody did. else. He did. But. Uh, I don't know what it is with Pitts because he seems like remember coming out of Florida, they're like he's the best player in the draft. Not the best tight end. He was the best yeah. player in the draft. And he's had maybe like two highlights in his career. Well, I've always he stinks. Won- they don't even throw him the ball. Their offense blows. Oh, no. They don't they don't throw it. Well, their quarterback's not great. Desmond Ritter's not good. So yeah, it, there's gotta and be a not better tight end. I'd get rid of the blue chip piece for them anymore. That's B. John Robinson. Right. He is a right. stud. He, he's good. But I've always wondered about Pitts. Is like, 
is he a tight end? Is he a big receiver? Yeah. And like, but those guys can work out great. Look at Antonio Gates. And then sometimes they don't. Mm. Yeah, you can pick the ones that worked Antonio out. Antonio Gates, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, sure. I've seen former basketball players is what it sounds like. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'd like to give him a shot. I would, that's but like crash I would take a shot on. But he's not even like Mike Gesicki. No, he stinks. At least in the Miami days. They Mike Gesicki's not doing much He doesn't here, catch but. anything. He's no production. He's like Juju Smith-Schuster. No, it's the meme of uh, the guy putting the clown makeup on. Where it's like, here's Rich Keefe putting Kyle Pitts in his lineup again this week. Like, right. putting the clown, like, it's like useless. All right, four receivers. If you need a receiver, here's four receivers okay. for pickups this week. Jamison Williams of the Detroit Lions. Who just got lucky. He just got lucky. He uh, His suspension I bet ended. you didn't think you were going to play this week, Jamison. He's active. Now, Amon Ross St. Brown is their number one receiver. I'm not saying he's going to be gangbusters right away, but he's a super talented guy, and he's available in most leagues. And he made some plays last year late, yeah. some big plays. Yeah. Like, there was no consistency, but he, mm-hmm. there were some big play efforts. Speaking of big plays, Marvin Mims is still available in a lot of leagues. That Denver offense, they're going to be behind in a lot of games. He's a big deep ball guy. Russell Wilson, despite a lot of his flaws, can still throw the deep ball, and uh, Mims can be there. Romeo Dobbs for Green Bay. A lot of people talk about uh, Christian Watson, but Dobbs actually leads the team in targets, and he's coming off a big Thursday game, and Jordan Love seems to be throwing him. uh, Pretty productive guy. So you're saying I should put him in my starting lineup. I've had him on the bench. Dobbs? I probably would this week. Depending why I'm 0-4. Maybe. maybe. I think he had like 24 points last week on the bench. Yeah, Yeah, a nice game. I should change that. Uh, And then if you think the Cincinnati offense is eventually going to snap out of it, T. Higgins is hurt. Tyler Boyd's available in like half the leagues, so maybe Tyler Boyd's a guy to grab. But again, right now they're... they're... Is he always effing open? (laughs) Because Jamar Chase is. Yeah, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year. He's always zapping open. I know. I heard that. I heard that as well. So there you go. Those are some of your uh, your fantasy pickups for week five. Two hours down, two hours to go here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. We'll turn our attention back to the one and three, and it feels worse than that. New England Patriots coming up next on WEI.